Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how is it going? I'm great, Connor. I'm full of vitamin D today because Ireland got a whole four hours of sunshine, I'll have you know. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I Like, I was at work, but I was looking out the window like a, like a puppy. <laughs> like, imagine. So, so what I did, I went out on break, got myself two scoop ice cream, let one no of the way. scoops fall on the ground, looked at it sadly <laughs> for 15 minutes. <laughs> Someone bought me another ice cream, lads. Now I've had three scoops of ice cream. <laughs> I love the mental image of you just sadly looking down and looking at a little boy buys you an ice cream. Yeah, he's like a child, like, just finished primary school. He's like, oh, this six-foot man needs help. <laughs> and you're like, I did before the ice cream as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is the third time I've gotten ice cream. <laughs> Um, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read all of those stories out to me, a man who has been too busy scamming ice creams from toddlers to look mm. at any weird news. It, it's a living, isn't it? It's, like it's, you got to make it somehow. Working harder, hardly working. What can I say? <laughs> That's on the poster. You're just robbing a child's ice cream. And it's it's me as the cat being like, hang in there. But I've got strewn about me is ice oh, yeah. cream and cones. I mean, you're just a legend, a legend of the streets. Um, <laughs> so, Sean, Sean, I'm moving on because we've got to get into weird do. news. we got to get into weird news. And we're starting off this week with, to be honest, I take a headline that I could, there was nowhere else I could start with because it's sad, it's weird. It's oh. right up our alley um, oh. because there's there's people dying off in in <laughs> England, Sean. Um, okay, keep going. And there's people dying off, and well, it's a certain species are dying off, and it's really right. sad because I have right. UK is running out of ghosts as old spirits are dying off. Paranormal expert says. <laughs> There's so many ways we could go with this story. This is this is a godsend in terms of weird news. Number one, you can never run out of ghosts. Where no, did they go? Where did they go? Like, 
Oh, like, presumably they've all got their unfinished business on Earth sorted. Yeah. And now they've gone on to whatever kind of afterlife there is or isn't. Who knows? Mm. Uh, it's beyond the scope of this show, I'll be honest. Uh, but to say that they're running out of them, mm. I'd argue there's more ghosts now than there's ever been. Because Just more on numbers. Pe- the population is higher and more people are dying than would have previously. More, Yes, more people are dying unsatisfied as well, which is key to the ghost. <laughs> That's major. Because back in the day, you just had a little shade. And you, oh. just, like, you didn't know any better. Now it's everyone's on Instagram going, I don't even have any fancy things. Yeah, God, I've never been to Bali. And yeah. it's like, oh, now i got to haunt Bali. No, you can't haunt Bali. Because then, Bali, back hear in, me. <laughs> back in the day, you only had like one apple. And you were like, I'm the proudest man in the world I have Holy one shit. apple this you didn't know yet. there was people with two apples no you never like back in the day back in like I don't know like the medieval times you, the 70s like, you, the 70s you never went like 100 kilometers from your house ever like mm. and that was your little bubble and you were fine with that but now you're right we have like there's so like the whole we the whole we know everything about the world and you mean to tell me people have seen everything and are fully satisfied and happy when they die? Well, the UK is running out of ghosts, Sean. And this is directed from Dr. Paul Lee, right? And right. he reckons the UK's spectral heritage is in a deep decline because many ghosts are dormant or have moved on. Now, he, of course, I mean, he's a paranormal expert. So he knows more about this than me and you. So this this story shocked me. It's like... It's like when Louis Theroux does a documentary and so you hadn't really read into it. This is a shocker. I didn't realise the the state of affairs in the afterlife world. No, no, I I, I didn't realise it either. But I, I'm also like, what, what, what is the demand for ghosts? Why do we need them? What business well, do they I, play? Did I, not mention, did I not mention Dr. Paul Lee? He's a paranormal expert. Right, so if the if the if the paranormal experts run out of ghosts, soon there'll be no more paranormal experts. Soon They'll people will think they're soon people will think they're hacks. People <laughs> to run out. But 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 ghosts are I mean I okay, ghosts aren't real, first of all. Okay. Second of all Maybe they are though. No oh, okay, okay. Oh, now we've got okay. differing opinions. That's yeah, great yeah, for yeah. a podcast. Okay. But I I would like Give I I want someone whose business and life and like job isn't entirely focused on there being ghosts in the world. Mm. I want them to tell me there's not enough ghosts. Yeah, you know? then I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Get me like who's I don't know who do I trust most. I want in the to world? do my own research into this before I start trusting the experts, Sean. Oh, see, uh, see, Is that that's what you're saying? Thing. Maybe, maybe it is, but not in the way you think. Okay, <laughs> what if like. Because some anyone can call themselves a ghost. Like, is there a qualification in Dr. spectral heritage? Pauly, I'll have you know. Pauly, his his name uh, is Pauly. So he has a PhD in nuclear physics. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, you backed up fairly quickly. There. <laughs> granted, it's it's more degrees than I have in nuclear physics, but I'd like to see him almost, talk about almost film. double the amount I have. Almost double, right? <laughs> so wait, so, wait. So you're you're like forty percent of the way towards a nuclear physics. Degree. I don't want to get into it very often, Sean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I respect it. Why did he deviate from the famously safe and reliable career path of nuclear physics and go into spectrology or whatever it is? <laughs> But I just think there was more work. I mean, it was a supply and demand situation. Until now, we've realised the supply is running out. It's a bit of a paranormal Celtic tiger going on. If if you will, Sean, yes. And Um, there was a crash. (laughs) The paranormal researcher and author said, Since January of 2020, I've been contacting all the reportedly haunted locations on my app and asking if the residents, owners or staff have experienced any unexplained activity. So far, go on. No, I can I just get a repeat on the time frame of when um, this decline January twenty twenty. January twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Did anything else start to kick off in the world round about then? Did anything around around then kick off that might distract 
you know, the staff from maybe partaking in this nonsense. <laughs> or, or, or distract people and tourists and visitors coming and going between famously haunted locations, True, attesting to the fact that they're haunted. Mm. So he apparently he's had uh, over 800 replies and even some supposedly highly haunted places like castles in York, South Yorkshire um, are said to be one of the obviously the most haunted places in the UK and um, say they haven't experienced anything in the last few years Sean but it does seem as though many famous ghosts are either dormant or have faded away or moved on he says I mean what are we going to do Sean if all the ghosts retire I think we have to... okay this is going to sound bad do not take this out of context context what if we just killed a few people <laughs> And you make more ghosts. <laughs> That's always your idea. I'm <laughs> sick of you coming up with that idea. What? It, look, this is the first time it's ever been slightly yeah, yeah. appropriate, yeah. Connor. I, I just feel like maybe more murder is the right option here. I think so. Like, I, I'm playing a character. I, I don't want to come across as insensitive, but crossbows... But, crossbows at dawn oh, like what 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 makes a ghost what's the best ghost and it's i would say yeah it's cro- like some kind of duel that someone lost and they're angry uh someone who was wronged being killed hmm. and i feel if you kill an innocent person they will feel wronged and become back as a ghost i think everyone feels wronged if they're killed um, i don't know about that <laughs> I know I deserve that to be fair <laughs> you know what I was being a prick thanks for thanks you're for clearing dead that up right, you're dead right um, you sometimes hear stories of ghosts suddenly appearing again after many years absence um, it could be that the spirit had a natural source of energy to begin with which has dwindled away over time leaving them without the reserves to manifest anymore but I mean he says that the ghost may also be able to recharge which is good. It's good news. I don't know where. Do you plug them in? I'm not quite sure. Is it solar powered? I don't know. Surely not. Ghosts don't like the daytime. That's so true. Lunar power. Is that a thing? That, are the ghost werewolves? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> I think you've mixed up ghosts and werewolves. I think I might have done. What I'm interested in that this man is like, no, the ghosts can come back though. Thereby like saving all of the tourist destinations I mean, built around in, ghosts. In his defence, he's trying to make a quick book here, right? He's not going to be like, ah, oh, look, I'm out of work, lads. I'm unemployed. This man definitely has like an independent ghost tour. That he oh, runs. yeah. Um, After a recent escalation in the spooky experiences, members of staff in Sheffield's Meltdown Bar called in the experts who conducted a lengthy examination of the possibly haunted venue. Um, The WAH Paranormal, which led the investigation, suggested that the extensive history of the bar may be a reason for the paranormal activity. So maybe not all is lost, as some bars still haunted. But his point still stands, not all bars are now haunted. Is it because of, I don't know, gentrification? You know, mm. old bars are being knocked down, turned into mm. Starbucks and stuff. Yeah. And Wagamamas. You, you never see a haunted Starbucks. No, God help you if you do. Like... <laughs> The fucking prices are haunted enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's current. That is current that comedy. Is topical <laughs> inflation and shit. Um, no, look, I think because I like Ireland is full of haunted bars as well, mm. but like it's just a tourism tourism thing. Surely, it's just like oh, come and hear this story, drink in the bar, off you go. Well, maybe maybe I can change your mind because I have, and I think one of our favourite things on the show, four comments that were left underneath this amazing article that really caught my eye because, I mean, ghosts are dying out. We need to know about this. The people who listen to this show need to know that maybe weird news is going to dry up and ghost stories. If we run out of ghosts, it'll be just Florida Man and I don't think anyone can survive that. What are we going to do then? And, and, And Owl Man. That's all we have left. But he's technically a ghost. Is he though, or is he just a big owl or a small furry man? 
<laughs> no, it's a small owl head on a man's body. Okay. The man has dismembered an owl and is now wearing it. I love it. <laughs> um, so our first comment comes from Anonymous. Um, and he says, perhaps people have just stopped believing in spiritual nonsense. So... <sighs> Strong. Yeah. That's strong. Anonymous words. coming down where I am at the minute there. Uh, yeah. But I don't think ghosts are powered like Tinkerbell, that you need to believe in them for them to exist. <laughs> now, Sea Monkey UK thinks differently, Sean. Because Sea okay. Monkey UK says, and this might solve all the problems, um, supposedly Wi Fi has affected the ghost's ability to manifest, Sean. Maybe a bit of 5G idea coming in there. Maybe oh, 4G. Maybe just Wi Fi in general ruining our ghostly experiences. But, but Wi Fi and 4G have certainly been around. They've been around for a good few years. But why is it only happening now? 5G. Perhaps, uh, maybe, okay, I'm going to out-crazy this dude. So, the 5G, ghosts are fine with 5G. They don't care about it. They're looking at that connection. They want that speed connection. They need them megabits. Yeah. yeah. But humans, the 5G kills our third eye, and uh, which allows us to see ghosts, Connor. 5G shuts that off, and that's what they want. This is going to get content flagged, this episode. <laughs> people are going to think you are like the fucking 5G towers that we should murder more people <laughs> it's a bad opening 15 minutes I will say it's not your strongest it's all in terms of the bit okay um, now you might say that but cause bloody Mick um, he comes in strong does Mick and he says trouble is places are, the trouble is and he has thoughts that places they're too illuminated now, even more, even graveyards are too illuminated. Ghosts are not exhibitionists. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very, very reserved ghosts. I mean, okay, call, call, Mick, like, yeah, he, he, okay, Mick is a man who wants darkness, uh, clearly. Uh, but also, I would argue that ghosts, the, the entire premise of a haunting is somewhat of exhibitionism. Yeah, I think you're showing off. Yeah, you're point. showing off. You're you're making your presence known. Look at me stack these f- pieces of furniture. Look, how quickly I can do it. Look how quickly I can open this invisible trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Like, we all know why he's talking. I think that's actually wrong. I think ghosts are mostly exhibitionists. I think so. I think Mick might be projecting here. Mm, I think Mick is a bit insecure. But look, we don't want to take that out of Mick because we have our last one from John137. And John's coming strong. And I, I don't know what side of the fence John comes down on, but I know that John137 says this. Is it because of Brexit? And I feel like this is a question nobody's asking. And I think John I, is brave ooh, to bring it up. That's that, I mean, Ghostbusters means Ghostbusters. That's true. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, that's interesting because, like, look at, okay, look at a lot of the stuff in Brexit and then, like, ghosts. They're not, they're, they're technically part of another world, Connor. You know? Do they have a visa? I think is John's point. Do, that is, uh, ghosts, I, okay, I'm going to come down hard and say ghosts definitely don't have a visa. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, is, the, but is John here suggesting that there is some kind of, like, ghost, like deportation s- system that's I been think set up. He's either John saying there's deportation for ghosts due to Brexit, or Brexit came in and the ghosts were so disgusted with the current events in Europe that they left to go to neighbouring countries so that they can freely pass between them without having to know getting oh. visas, getting the passes. You know yourself. Of course, of course. Of course. Yeah, the yeah, ghosts yeah, yeah. all had an Irish grandparent and so they of got course. that passport. And they wanted that passport and they all came across. And I think John is now... I don't know what, fence, what side of the fence John comes down on because he just says specifically... Is it because of Brexit? I don't know if he says, could be because of Brexit. That's a good thing. Or, very sad, Brexit has caused this. I don't know what vibe he's going with. We don't know John's political leanings on Brexit, but I would love to find out. What if John somehow listens to this show? What do we do then, Connor? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I just love the idea that like all the goes, ah, fuck this. I fucking vote no. Ah, that's terrible. That is that's, terrible. Uh, geez, I can't. Not my country. Not my that's country. Not, 
Is John implying that ghosts are coming over there taking some regular English people's ghost jobs? I don't... But, but like, with a ghost, you have your territory and that's locked in, I would say. In John's idea, we get regular people, British people, to dress up and take these ghost jobs. But they have to be dead. So maybe John's a murderer. Maybe John is a murderer. (laughs) I mean, I look... I t- I'd, I'm going to give John the benefit of the doubt. He loves ghosts, hates Brexit. That's what I'm okay. going to say about the man. Okay. I'm the opposite. Oh, okay. Hates <laughs> ghosts, loves Brexit. <laughs> um, look, all I know is this paranormal like, expert, Paul, has come out and he's told us to watch out for this. So if weird news comes to a slow and agonising death because we just stop... <laughs> finding stories of these ghosts we know who to blame because Paul has warned us um, it's coming and I mean every yeah. single day he says he finds another ghost gone just not around yeah I think we got we probably got about 700 episodes left before we have to call it a day guys I, I think even 50 years from now people would say I see the ghost I, I just yeah. think I think it's, it's always going to happen like because because they're made up <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but is it because of Brexit? Anyway, that's, that should always be the ask of the, the question of following any, anything. Any news story? Is this? Yeah. Oh, is this a Brexit thing again? Oh, yeah, don't tell yeah, me this is Brexit again. Has Brexit Old caused this? Brexit. Yeah, uh, we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and I have a family that's creeped out and scared because of Brexit. Um, isn't. That's a good question, but no, I don't <laughs> oh. think so. Um, because I have family creeped out and scared after sinister clown painting appears in garden. Oh, no. No, this is worse than any ghost could ever be. <laughs> How sinister is the clown painting? I mean, ultimately, any, go- any clown painting that you didn't put there yourself, I think has an air of sinister about it. That's fair. That even if fair. he's smiling, even if he's sad, angry, I still think the same effect arises. I have a friend and he has a matching pair of clown paintings and I yeah. came into the house the day he bought them and one of them was on one side of the room and I only caught sight of one. And then I looked and at the other side of the room was an almost identical clown painting <laughs> and I've never how, been so terrified. How do we make the decor worse? <laughs> right? It actually works quite well. It does work What are you well. talking about? It's balanced. Well, the There's the two. One on each side. <laughs> it's even out. Like one is like that. He lives in bad. a circus tent actually. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah, a bitch yeah. to nail him up. <laughs> Sand everywhere. <laughs> um, Elephants roaming the halls. <laughs> I think he just went to the circus shot. <laughs> I think I made friends with a clown. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Anyway, <laughs> a family has been left frightened and unsettled after a concrete slab featuring a creepy painting of a clown appeared in their back garden. That, you can't just casually drop a concrete slab in someone's garden. I mean, you just can sometimes if you have a clown, if you have an inspiration for a clown painting and you don't have anywhere to put it. Concrete slab Random strangers back garden overnight. Make sure they don't see it. Did they like? Because was the slab already there, or and then just just like oh canvas draw. A the clown. sinister artwork shows a clown holding a candle on one side, and it is, in, is inscribed with a Bible passage on the other side. Shot. Oh, it no. mysteriously appeared in the Belfast family's back garden last week. Oh, so this is on our island. Yeah. Oh, this okay. Is, this is with us. Yeah. Um, Who's next? Who's <laughs> next? We've all seen the fall. That was in Belfast. That's what happens. We've all Jamie seen the Dorden. film Belfast. <laughs> um, with no idea where it came from, who put it in their garden, or what it even means. The family has been left <laughs> disturbed. Oh, I found a picture of the painting. That is so strange. So it's it's. I, I was thinking a big, massive concrete slab. It's quite a small concrete slab, but Which makes it's, it more intimate. It it is more intimate, and it's nestled safely under a little bush, like the yeah. clown is sneaking up on you. Yeah, um, Mark thirty eight, who has been identified, but only by his first name. I can only assume to keep him safe um, from further <laughs> cloudage. Um, well, my I, wife- that might be an Irish thing. 
Because if they gave out this man's information, you know his garden would be filled with clowns the very next day. <laughs> you know what? That's a fucking great point. If you give out that guy's name, the next day he wakes up, everyone has clown noses at work. And oh, yeah. Ev- everybody's looking up. They've um, all got those little horns, a bunch of people run out of a very small car. The works. Well, well nobody's at work. Wait, a one car has shown up. <laughs> the whole division. <laughs> Um, when my wife and I left for work in the morning as normal, it wasn't there. But but when she got home with her two daughters in the mid-afternoon, she looked out the window and noticed it, just in the back garden. After being sent a picture of the painting by his scared wife, Mark told her not to touch the painting until he got home from work. <laughs> Mark is like, that's definitely cursed. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything, but you're on your own, kids. <laughs> you're dead. Oh, I'm just going to get some milk on the way home. I'll be right back once I get the milk. He's like texting, sacrifice the kids, save yourself. <laughs> Run. Leave the slowest. Meet me outside the city. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's quite a well-done clown, I will say. Which means it took time. It did take time. This was not done spur of the moment, like graffiti. Mm. Uh, he says, my wife was obviously creeped out. Obviously, Mark. Um, someone would have had to come through our gate and down the steps to place it there and deliberately place it so it was facing the window so we would see it. That's another very good point, is yes. that they wanted them to see it. Oh, it's not facing the opposite way, Sean. No, it's like, because it, part of me was like, oh, maybe it was an art piece and someone dropped it or and it fell in the garden. But it's like, it is placed to look at this family. What is the end game here? Already unsettled by the painting, things only got worse when Mark lifted the slab up to discover an inscription on the back. It said, let your light shine, Matthew 5.16. Oh, maybe it's, okay, let's not think of this as bad. Maybe it's inspirational. I think the Da Vinci Code has taught me this man's dead. I think there's there's no option. If you've got an inscription of a Bible, it's creepy if it's on a cloud slab. That's true. Any inscription, I think. Yeah. I think any inscription from anything. In, no matter what novel, what book, what inscription of what writing ever. If you put it on a slab of a cloud, I'm like, that's a bit fucking weird, isn't it? There once was a very hungry caterpillar. Oh, fuck. Oh, we're gonna die. <laughs> this cloud's a cannibal. <laughs> like... And I assume the police asked him, like, surely this isn't just a a long-running joke between friends or anything like that. Like, this man has never expressed any opinion on clowns before. Mark contacted friends and family to see if the slab was part of an elaborate prank shot. I checked with the neighbours to see if they had seen anything similar, but it was just us. Nobody knew anything about it. None of my family or my friends said they knew anything about it. It's just in our garden, facing our window, randomly. Why? (laughs) Why do this? Dangerous to talk about it in the newspaper as well, because now Mm. the the person, the the clowner, uh, knows. It's like, oh, this got to him. Okay. So some speculated the painting could be a sinister tactic used by burglars to mark houses. But Mark dispelled this theory by saying the slab was actually in the back, so it wasn't even visible from the street. So how would you see it? It's a very um, strange mark as well for a burg. Mm, like I've heard of like the X on the door and shit like that. But now to follow that up. Meanwhile, others were a lot more level-headed, Sean, as I'm sure you can admit. Um, mm. And they drew comparisons with murderous clown Pennywise from oh. Stephen King's It. They drew these comparisons, didn't they? <laughs> they said, I mean, there's only one option here, Mark. You probably are going to die in a sewer. If we're all honest with ourselves, um, what can you do? I mean, do you give the house to the clown now? Is that what happens? (laughs) And then he turns it into a three-ring circus car. Oh, fuck. It's all... Did you go to the future? (laughs) I've been to the year 3000, and let me tell you, not much has changed, except... (laughs) Except, Connor. <laughs> clowns. <laughs> We're all clowns, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sean, what would you do? I mean, you wait, you come home from work, random slab of concrete with a clown. 
it's more sinister than it looks. It is more sinister than it looks. And like in the moment I would be I would shit myself and I would be like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die. Yeah. But like right now on a podcast, You're the same happy. thing as before. Out crazy them. <laughs> what I want How? like rest of the circus. You just line them all up around your house, all of these little concrete slabs, and you pick your favourite Bible verses, throw them on the back, and then you finish out the rest of the circus, drawing it in the same style as this clown. Oh, fuck. And, and, then, and so then your house is surrounded by the circus in slab, and so when they come back, they're like, oh, shit, somebody yeah. else was here. So, yeah, I got competition now. And then it's mm. like Hannibal season two. And... What you do, you set up a webcam on the roof of your house pointing down at all of these yeah. slabs. So the person who did it, make this webcam public. person who did it watches you do this every day. <laughs> Quit your job. Leave your family. Murder just, people. Murder people. do whatever you want. Do whatever you want and then just place these slabs around. And then you do this every day for 365 days. Yeah. And on the final day, uh, which I'm, we'll put it on like National Clown Day, whenever that is, yeah. you go outside with a pressure washer. And you just, like Predator, just clean all the slabs and then give a middle finger to the webcam and then you go back inside. I was thinking, you're right, um, in blood, in the grass, I'll meet you tonight after you're done. Oh, call him out. Call him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) in the centre of the circus. Unicycle contest. (laughs) And bring an elephant to the fight just in case. He'll know what it means. <laughs> He's like passing out from blood loss. <laughs> oh my god, another comma. <laughs> oh, I really thought I could write faster than this. <laughs> get, get, oh, kids, get daddy's transfusion. <laughs> I thought you were going to go way darker and it was like, kids, I need your blood. <laughs> Kids, get get Danny's transfusion and your blood. (laughs) Put it all in this Sharpie right here. (laughs) Oh, I made a mistake. Oh, fuck. Make another kid. (laughs) What if if I paint it all red and then just write it in black paint? Yeah, that'll do. I'm good, good, lads. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I just, I seen that. That just made me, it creeped me out, John. It's a very strange story. um, It is quite unsettling. Um, now another point, another story that see that I see during the week that I would say more than unsettling, upsetting. Um, oh, a lot of upset I, going on in the world. I so mean, I'm I, to hear. I do realize that there's a lot of upset, but this headline, I don't know if I mean, but this made me laugh because <laughs> I love it. Man at lowest point after eating cream egg that was actually worth over ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! It's the moment of shame afterwards, <laughs> where he just horsed this, horsed this cream egg just straight into his face. <laughs> so over the so UK, Cadbury brought it back its cream egg hunt by hiding 146 half white, half milk chocolate cream eggs in shops. Yes. The, it has multiple prizes, with the top prize being up to ten grand. Um, chocolate lovers obviously still have one week left to do a fi- to find a winning egg before the hood comes to an end. Um, and all they have to do is track down one of the rare eggs and resist the urge to scoff it. But it seems one man didn't get the memo. As he admitted, he only recently found out about the special prize-winning eggs, just hours after polishing off a whole half-white, half-milk chocolate no. cream egg. And he just looked at this and was like, oh, class, and then went about his day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the student, who posted his story anonymously, confessed, it, confessed he had no idea that the egg was special until he saw an advert for the promotion just a few hours later when he'd already eaten the chocolate treat and thrown the foil wrapper in the bin. Um, like a public he, bin or like his own bin? 
Because you we'll go dying for job. that, my friend. We'll, we'll get to that. Because I, he said, I'm a student studying here in the UK. So I don't keep up with the ads at all, really. A few months ago, Cadbury released 146 prize winning eggs uh, with a chance of winning cash prizes, including 10 grand, which is half my university tuition. Fuck. Long story short, I was scrolling through Instagram today and saw the prize winning egg that looked identical to the one that I ate on my lunch break <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> no. Oh, imagine being 21. And losing 10 grand. <laughs> it then dawned on me. I have potentially eaten 10 grand. <laughs> You're like, oh, you would get sick, wouldn't you? <laughs> this is why I brought it up, because it's sad, but it didn't happen to us, so kind of funny. Oh, yeah, we can laugh at this man's yeah. pain. That's true. Yeah. Um, do you- Bit of a childhood story here. I was once in a chase with a cream egg van. Uh, there was the local radio. So back in the day around Easter, I was maybe like six or seven at this time. 16, uh, 17. <laughs> this is last Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the local radio station, there was a cream egg van driving around that was shaped like a big cream egg. How did you have a cream egg van? What is the story know. with this? I really, it was. I think it was a tie-in with Cadbury's or something like that. Okay. They had a big hamper of eggs, like chocolate eggs to give away. And you had to like follow the van. And I think you had to tell them where the van went. <laughs> Can I just say, first of all. Yeah. Highly fucking suspect, this whole story, know, by the way. It's a bit You've off. got a grown man in a van offering sweets to kids and he's like, follow me. <laughs> but it's organised by the local radio station, so it's fine. Uh, yeah. No, like my mum drove the car because I couldn't drive because I was six. Yeah. And so we, we went after this. And maybe you have to send in the licence plate number or whatever. But we went after this uh, cream egg van and we ended up winning a big hamper of chocolate out of it. And I was, I still, like, to this day, I don't know the full story, but we followed a cream egg van and then a rake of chocolate showed up at the house one day. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a very good Easter. So, I mean, what you're saying is you had a fantastic experience with cream eggs. Yeah. Oh, um, one of the best, I would say. I, I, I like the empathy you're showing here. Um, I think it's <laughs> it's good to share in sad stories. Um, so, and so what, what you've sorry, done your mom there, went off at your birthday, but I had a, I I went to Splash World. So <laughs> what you've done there is a man has had one of the worst days of his life, and you yeah. said, "Yeah, well, I won a prize once." <laughs> yeah, well, my life's been pretty sick up until now. So <laughs> cowabunga, my dudes, <laughs> I'm flying. Um, but I'll, I just love the idea of you getting fucking a big like following a cream egg van in my head. You you were running after it. I will just admit, just sprinting, just, just full sprinting. <laughs> um, so the man's blunder has left him facing utter defeat, as he described it, as he comes to terms with the potential jackpot he missed out on. As he added, "I don't actually know what else to say, other than utter defeat. I think I have officially hit my lowest point in my short twenty-one years of my life." <laughs> I mean, look, if that's the worst it gets, my dude, you know what? You're not too bad. He's never fairness, eaten a cream egg again. In fairness, he probably should be a little happier because Sean had a nice experience with cream eggs. So, I mean, can, a bit of empathy wouldn't go fucking astray here. we all just be happy here. for Sean, please? I don't understand. Like, this guy's selfish. Just think of other people. Sean's having yeah. a great day. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, it, you know, when, like you complain on the internet and then someone's like, oh, well, some people have it worse. It's like, well, some people have it better. <laughs> so, can't you be happy for them? So, I mean, <laughs> cheer up, buddy. <laughs> Could be better. Um, when finding one of the cream eggs, well, or sorry, while finding one of the cream eggs is a difficult task in itself. Um, what happens is six eggs were hidden in an Asda co-op, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Morrison's and an independent retailer. Um, well, there's another further three eggs worth five grand on sale at Waitrose, One Stop and a Booker Shop. So if you don't win ten, you might win five grand. Um, oh. There's also four eggs worth one grand being sold. Um, and there's 12 eggs worth 500 pounds being sold as well. So, right, so many he different gotten, options. He mightn't have gotten the 10 Gs, but money is money at the end of the day. I mean, it's free money for eating a cream egg. Um, well, you don't eat the cream egg. 
That's true. Commenters uh, were sympathetic to the man's plight, which very unlike the internet, but many of them suggested he may be able to salvage his prize if he kept hold of his wrapper. To claim, you simply call a number that's printed on the tinfoil wrapping of the winning egg. So ah. someone said, all you got to do is, if you ate the egg, the code you need is on the wrapper. You don't need the egg itself. See, if you enjoyed the chocolate, you get the package out of the bin and collect your winnings. Easy money. Easy money. Um, Surely that's what he's going to do. Unfortunately for the student, he'd been eating his egg while out and about and threw the foil wrapper into a public <laughs> bin. And was oh, man's, man's eating a cream egg on the go. <laughs> Which to me is more lunacy. That's, that's psychopath behaviour right there. Cream eggs are on the couch and nowhere else. On the couch, no one looking at you. Because there's no way to eat it that doesn't make you look weird. (laughs) What's your preferred cream egg eating method? I don't like cream eggs. I knew you would say that. (laughs) Why did you know I was going to say that? Because you never like sweets. (laughs) true. I'm a jelly boy. (laughs) You offered me a piece of white chocolate and I was like, no, I'm grand. And you said, yeah, I don't really want it either. (laughs) Actually, I'll eat eat like two squares of white chocolate and then go, I'm done now. I'm done for months. don't just sell two squares. (laughs) Now now I have six more squares. What do I do with these? (laughs) To answer my own question, my preferred method. Yeah, sorry, I do apologize. Very rude of me. Bite off the top. Suck out the innards and then uh, finish off the rest of the chocolate. Dead fucking right. There's no way to do that in public without looking like a lunatic. Like an absolute savage. And are you do it outside schools, are you? Or just... Not anymore. Not since, <laughs> since the ban. <laughs> you brought your little trolley full of cream eggs and just started eating them. And they're like, we can't arrest them. He's not technically doing anything wrong. But it's fucking... It's weird, like, you we're know not, what I mean? We're certainly not happy about it. Like, we're, we're irked. We are irked. But, uh, Jesus, I don't think he's breaking any laws. <laughs> Just be odd if this was a specific law that they wrote up, wouldn't it be? You can't suck the innards out of a cream egg outside a school. I'm pretty sure you can't loiter outside a school. So that has to be a rule, right? What if you're facing the other way, though? Oh, if you're facing away from a school, eating a yeah. basket full of cream eggs by sucking out the innards... <laughs> I think that's technically legal, but it's oh, it Judge, shouldn't happen. I think it's technically legal, Your Honor. <laughs> keep that, keep that spirit, because I'm going to need that in a few months when the trial comes up. Okay. Oh, am I representing you? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. He doesn't even like cream eggs. My client is simply built different, Your Honor. <laughs> I think the term is ledge bag, Your Honor. <laughs> These absolute stone mad bastards. <laughs> um, by the way, is cream egg universal? I, I'm worried. We've done I mean, this we've whole just article. done a whole segment on it, so yeah. I hope so. I, I think really it's like hope. it's definitely UK and Ireland. I think it's import in a lot of places. I know Americans uh, who have liked cream eggs. Uh, I think I know a Canadian who likes a cream egg. Okay. So I think we're I think we're pretty good there. I'm just worried. I'm just worried people are like, what's a cream egg? Think of the worst thing you can think of. No, um, think of what you think of. Think of an egg, right? Make that yeah. out of chocolate. Yeah. And then think of the inside of an egg and make that out of some kind of weird sugary goo. Yeah, you can't even describe what it is. It's just it's, no, there's it's a, sticky. There's, a, there's another one, it's a cream egg caramel. Uh, same principle, but with caramel instead of weird white goo. I would take uh, that one before I would take the normal one. Okay, well, let me hit you with round number three, Connor, <laughs> which is the Cadbury's Scream Egg, which is the exact same thing as the white goo version, yeah. but it's green. But I don't think you're, I don't think you're realizing my issue is with the goo more so than the color of the goo. You don't like the goo. Well, I don't uh, know what the goo is. It's something to do with sugar. But I know caramel, like that's a universally known caramel. I mean, very. Safe. it's also something to do with sugar, but I know what it is. And I'd have like two scoops, maybe not suck the whole innards out of it. But you can't leave some of the innards in the egg, though. <laughs> Purely, you, you bite the top off, suck out half the innards, put it back on the table and say, I'll finish that later. I um, I haven't finished an Easter egg for many a year. It's it's a problem. <laughs> That's what do you do with your Easter eggs, man? Like you have a bit. 
And then yeah. I'm like, no, I'm done. Yeah, then you have a second Easter egg. No, like I have <laughs> one Easter egg and then I, I eat a tiny bit of it. I'm like, okay, chocolate. Make them out of jelly beans. I'm eating seven Easter egg shot. I can get you a jelly bean Easter egg. I you can't that. get me. Don't I lie to me. You shut I will get this right. <laughs> Sorry, I got too me. aggressive for what is ostensibly a joke. I will fucking give you a present. <laughs> Do you know what's a nice thing is, uh, you know those lint bunnies you can get? Yeah. Uh, you fill a pan with some milk and just leave one of them into it to slowly melt. Beautiful hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, shit. You're changing yeah, the game. <laughs> it's, I've, I've very expensive tastes in that maybe this, maybe this is why the, you just melted lintex. They're all like 12 euro each. And I get one glass. <laughs> it's worth it. It's a good investment. It's good. It's solid. It is. Well, it's liquid, actually. That's I, I think it works because, I mean, we come from different sides of the tracks. You know what I mean? You are clearly the expert on all things chocolate. Um, yeah, that's me. And I'm not. So... You, no, you, I'm, I'm, I'm like Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka, yeah. and you're like Christopher Lee's Willy Wonka's dad. <laughs> the very same. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to have to move on. Papa, um, the, Papa can you hear me? <laughs> um, if you haven't seen Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka, go watch it. It's ridiculous. It's a time. It's fun. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of weird news. And look, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of thrown up between two. There's one I have a small story, and I have one that I really think is just awful. And I was just putting in to get a reaction out of you because of the icky, of the cleanup. There's a cleanup job going on. Um, yeah, but one of them's Florida Man. That's not the icky one. So it's up to you. Oh. I think, oh, but now you've sold me on the icky cleanup. Mm. Well, we've done a lot of messes. We've done a lot of uh, spills in the streets. Um, yeah, there was, a, there was a big chocolate spill one time. Mm. Uh, uh, I, I, it's not really a spill, but a container of bees fell over. <laughs> I think that was my favourite. But I just like the idea of weird shit spilling. And then the moment is like human error, large consequences of, ah, fuck, there's no way I can clean this up. Like, yeah, this is- it's, yeah the, the moment it gets beyond like, oh, I'll just pick that back up. Yeah. Like, it's so much, so much worse. DEC officers assist crash with spilled yogurt and oil. <laughs> oh no! Oh, the one is bad enough. One is really expensive at the minute. <laughs> this is why. This is why it's expensive. The entire North American supply of oil was on one truck. This is in New York, Sean, um, and the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation police officers responded to a tractor-trailer rollover and a car crash into the wetland. The crashes involved spilled yogurt and fuel and spilled oil. So one of them had was full of yogurt, one of them was full of oil. They both hit each other, they spilled, and all the oil and yogurt all mixed together. I mean... Like, best case scenario, you get like a chocolate and peanut butter style mix. And it turns out that they're an amazing combo together. But probably what happens is, I mean, the yogurt, like the oil, terrible for the environment, really expensive, awful to clean up. The yogurt, the smell will never leave. After a few days, that smell will be there forever. Because we're getting into like springtime, summertime, like that, 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 that yogurt is going to, because they did the not fridge. get that cleaned up soon. Even the fridge, yeah, yeah. If you let yogurt go bad, fuck you know about it. Imagine a whole road covered. And also it probably cooking. sits on top of the oil. And so what you're thinking, the oil's going to cook under the heat of the sun. So that's going to, that's going to make it worse smelling. Fried moldy yogurt. You're drinking, yes, fried moldy yogurt. 250 gallons of diesel fuel spilled onto the rollway. Um, Officers then said crates of yogurts that were on the truck also spilled. (laughs) See, this is why, this is why all yogurt should come in frub form. It can take the damage. It can take the... It's a resilient, it's a resilient packaging for a yogurt. We've always said it. We'd make millions, boss. For 
from day one. We just get one. Because imagine the back of the truck. It's just one big, long frube, which I don't yeah. know if people know what frubes are. They're like little pouches of yogurt. Uh, I think they're probably called something else. It's the same idea, but like, yeah, and you just squeeze the yogurt out. But I know that made me laugh, the idea of the truck, the back of it is shaped like a frube. And when he yeah. arrives at a destination, he has to get 50,000 <laughs> separate individual pots and one by one squeeze the top of it. He cuts a very in. small hole in the frube. <laughs> I'll be with you now in about four hours. <laughs> all, all yogurt is filled by hand. <laughs> It's just time consuming. Do do they have a plan on cleaning this up though? Because, like, where do you start with this? This is the only reason I'm using this story is that it made me laugh the more I thought about how they're going to fix this. That the more the once you arrive and you're like, right, a load of oil is spilled. That's really bad. Yeah. Also, a load of yogurt is on top of the oil, mixed in with the oil. And as an officer of the law at that stage, do you just go, right, um, do, yeah, do we have any kitchen towels or maybe, I, I don't know. Um, like, yeah, because like, like uh, I, even the officer, the officer is not trained for this, right? Like, because the police were definitely first on the scene since a crash. So, like, my instinct is like, I guess the fire brigade could cut. They've got a hose. But water won't move the oil. Yes, I forgot. Oh, no. (laughs) Do you have to burn the oil? (laughs) There's one guy having a cigarette on the side. They're like, no! (laughs) He's in slow motion. (laughs) Um, It's like Zoolander. They're all just having petrol fights. Um, See, see, it's a shame that it it wasn't milk that spilled, because then no one Mm. would cry over it. The, the, <laughs> no, but no, the, isn't the phrase "don't cry over spilled milk"? So that implies that people would cry over it. No, they wouldn't cry over it because you're not supposed to because of the saying. Sure, <laughs> because of the rules. <laughs> because of the rules, people can cry over yogurt. I'd cry if I spilled milk. Would you? Well, you I'd like be milk? like, "That's a fucking hardship you on my day." I didn't need milk these days. Yeah, you would. <laughs> 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 you're telling a story you're going to give away my secrets um, <laughs> he, he talks like he's salt of the earth man steams yeah. milk at home <laughs> <laughs> I have a story for that <laughs> so, there's a store in town right that was selling really expensive oh, coffee nice. machines right like the yeah. proper ones that you steam fucking milk in like right they were all about 300 euro company right. goes out of business I go down to the local news agents there a few weeks ago <laughs> And this old lady, she's about 75 years old, <laughs> fucking floor to ceiling, fucking espresso <laughs> machines. So they're after falling off the back of some truck. Nobody knows who, but she somebody picked them up. Somebody's funded Agnes's fucking coffee machines and she has no prices on anything, right? And so <laughs> she hasn't even taken off the tags of the big store off them. So they all say 300 euro on them. And so we were walking around and I was like, Right, fucking hell. Why does she have this? Because it's from a different store. <laughs> Why does she have 11 coffee machines? Because not only 11, she had 15 kettles. She had like pod holders. She had, I mean, everything, right? <clears throat> right. So she clearly went into the storeroom of this like abandoned storeroom of this store and just cleaned the fucking, I don't know. It's highly sus. But anyway. But that's, a, that's not her. a one person job either. She must have had help. She's 79, Sean. There's no way she did this alone. It's not a one woman job, right? And so, and I just remember being so confused. Like, there's something illegal here, but I don't quite know what. And so you left without a coffee machine, clearly, didn't you? Well, I just asked. I said, "How much is the coffee machine?" What she said? Because she had taken. I just want to remember, news agent. She has taken all of the sweets and all of the regular bread. Cereal off the floor. Literally the bread and butter of the news it's, it's in the back. She has no need for it. Now she's selling the espressos. She's um, gone into boutique kitchenware <laughs> now. And I was like, okay, well, look, how much is the coffee? There might be a discount. She's like, ah, yeah, I'll give it here for 50. And we were like... Euros. <laughs> like Euros. And she's like, yeah. And I don't think it's illegal because the other store is closed down. But it's just highly sus. Yeah, and she's so, the last one with the stock, so clearly 
she can do what she wants with Nobody it. else is using it. So, like, I was like, okay, so we have this brand new, Sean is commenting, fucking, yeah. like, state-of-the-art coffee machine <laughs> that everyone walks in and is like, how the fuck did you afford that? <laughs> that is a very specific thing to have in the kitchen. That is like a rich person thing. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I can steam your milk if you'd like. Yes, you can steam anything you want. Do you want steamed soup? Go ahead. I try fucking it. would, boy. I fucking would. Oh, if why can do it? He can't drink anything without steam these days. He's lost had, it. Do you know what I had today? What? And this this is gonna I had a home brewed oat milk latte. No. Steamed milk, boy. Come right. Yeah. What happened to you? I, d- I don't know. I bought oat milk and I said, should I have the steamer? <laughs> it's, it's easy peasy. <laughs> you just made like really thin porridge, I think is what happened. And they sell those pods for like, like 40 for like 8 euro. So instead of going to Starbucks, as we mentioned, for like one coffee for six, I'm like. Getting haunted. I'll, I'll be my own barista at home. Sure, why not? You're doing little latte art every morning. <laughs> Trying to do love hearts. <laughs> Sorry, darling, would you like a venti this morning? <laughs> can I have uh, anything that's not steamed milk? No. No. You're, this is our only machine, right? I can use a kettle, but it's not as fucking exciting. You can't put milk in a kettle, can you now? Can, can use your you? fucking brain, you moron. <laughs> So we're finishing up. That's just a random story that always makes me laugh. It's definitely going to break. There's no like, it's been working for like two weeks. But I, I, I think if so it was going to break, it would have broken by now. Is the maybe issue. I don't know. I don't trust old Agnes. She's doing something to them. It's, <laughs> She's it's fiddled with that coffee machine in some way. I, always, I keep thinking of the scene in The Simpsons when Marge is like, "Bart, where did you get that truck?" And he's like, "Fell off a truck truck." And then Homer yeah. turns up with a bigger truck, and he's like, "Fell off a truck truck." truck <laughs> <laughs> that's you with coffee machines <laughs> yeah um so we're finishing off with florida man this week sean because it's happened again um florida man has done um he's done a florida man and i think it's it's every few months we get this because mm. florida man he's very diligent with the drugs that he takes <laughs> Course. Um, and he wants to know it's good and so florida man Calls police to check whether his met is authentic. That okay. Now, I want listeners to cast our mind back to maybe the first few weeks of the show. Maybe this is on the radio, in fact. There was once a Florida man who brought the meth into a police station to check if it was okay. Yes. So this like I feel like this Florida man heard that story and thought, yeah. God, what an idiot. Who would bring meth into a police station? But I do want the information, so I'll ring ahead. (laughs) I don't want to leave traffic. (laughs) If Um, they can't help me, I want to know now. (laughs) A Florida man has taken Wild to another level after he allegedly called police with a peculiar request. Police from the Hernando County Sheriff's Office said Thomas Eugene Colucci was concerned about drugs he had recently purchased, as we all are. Why on God's green earth you would notify authorities about your allegedly illegal activities is pretty beyond us. But he had a pressing question he needed answered. Is this met legit? I mean... It, the thing is, I can like somewhere I can see his thought process because he he wants to know if the meth is good, right? So he needs to ask someone who knows about meth. Now, two people that know about meth would be people who smoke meth, who you don't want to show your meth to. They, you don't want to share. No. And the police, yeah. who you know for a fact, will not smoke your meth. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not going to take it off me um, the 41 year old called 911 Shannon this might be the stupidest Florida man ever and asked him to come and test the drugs he had just bought from someone at a bar he tested it himself but he was worried it was bath salts because it just didn't give him the high that he's used to and then he really dug himself into a hole when he told officers don't worry I'm an experienced drug user who had used met before and therefore he knew what it should have felt like. <laughs> now please come to my address and te- check this meth for me that I have in my possession. <laughs> he even showed police two small baggies containing a white crystal-like substance handing it over to one of the officers present <laughs> asking them could you check that out for me? 
well, the police are here to help, aren't they? So surely this can't backfire in any way. If this was, if I thought this was parody, then we wouldn't throw this in. But this has actually happened. Florida man has rang the police and is like, don't worry, officer, I'm an experienced drug user. And I'll be honest with you, that doesn't seem like met. And I'd love you to check it out just to give me a second opinion. This is the easiest, like, collar that the police have ever got. Like, handed to them on a platter, this man. even literally handed them the baggies of yeah. the drugs. It's like, here you are. You don't need to search me. You just look after that for now. Not only did Colucci want to have what he had purchased tested for authenticity, he hoped to keep others from buying fake drugs. So... He's a man of the people, when you think about it. He's, he's thinking of others. Yeah, he's all about the community of drug users, you know. Like, he, he, he doesn't want those kids to be buying bad meth. What's the good shit? He wanted police to put the person in trouble for selling it to him in the first place. But alas, he could not provide any information about the shady dude he'd bought it from, except for the fact that he felt he was a bit shady. That's, yeah, see, I, I mean... It wasn't his regular guy, presumably. Yeah. He had just met him and didn't trust the man. Different recipes, you know. Could be a whole bunch it, of things why that man is bad. I think he's he's providing a public service, really. I mean, he's, he's looking out for the others. He's sacrificing that's, himself. That's an sure. interesting point. Should one mm. person in the community be allowed to do drugs just to see if everything's okay? I think the police's ver- version of we should probably have no drugs... But Florida Man's version of, look, if we're going to have them, we might as well have them good. There's no I point in having it. bad meth. You know, um, like if if you're if you're going to, I don't know, if you're, if you're, if, 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 if people are breaking the law, right, you need yeah. police to stop them. But how do you know how bad people are breaking the law unless you have a man on the inside breaking the law for you? How do you catch a bad man with meth? Another bad man with meth. Exactly. Clever. Exactly, <laughs> So he obviously, unfortunately, he hands over the bags. And unfortunately for him, the substance in the bags were in fact met, Sean. So, I mean, great. He was, he was delighted. He was like, Fuck, well, look, you can all go home now, lads. I'm, that's me, sword. Do you think he offered them in? Did you say, like, you want to? <laughs> no, probably not. No, I get it. Nah, I, get it, nah, I, get it. No, I won't. I won't. You're on, you're on June. I won't force it. I won't force it. What, what, what time have you finished? What, ta- what, time, <laughs> you, what time have you finished? Come around. Um, come around. Call around. F- come on. I'll still be here. I'll still be here. 11, is it? Oh, yeah, no, no, I'll be up. I'll be up. I'll be up. I'll, I'll you want me, oh, you want me to come to the station? Oh, I can come to the station. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm are, doing are that. Are we going to the station? Did the boys want to do the station as well? Do they Yeah, come on. We're going to the station. I have enough. I have a few bags, boys. I'll bring them. I'll bring them. Oh, this is only half of the stuff I got. Place is fucking packed. I'm a very experienced drug user, as, as I mentioned. <laughs> ah, well, we let the lads out in ourselves and we all have a bit of a party. Go on. Look, I just think we need to chill, lads. I just think we need to have a bit of meth and we need to chill out. You know what I mean? We've all had tough days. I don't know if meth chills people out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just feel like Florida Man has... He might have... And now, look, I don't want to jump to conclusions. He might have ratted himself out. He might, yeah, he might have tattled on himself in mm. this scenario. But do you think he would be get like lenient punishment for that? Being no, like, I mean, technically he turned himself in, but he didn't turn himself in for the good reasons. No, he got himself caught. Is what he did. He very much he presented himself to the officers, yeah. thinking he was doing nothing wrong. Yes, and the officers did their job and arrested him, and then. Ultimately, someone was arrested for drug use instead of getting the help they need. If 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 Florida Man it could be any more Florida Man in this story, he would have been like, oh, I also did a murder last week, lads. Just if that makes me cool, does anyone has any more respect for me now? Or he would have said story? that and then when they got him in the squad car, he would have stolen it. Like that's what would have happened. <laughs> so Florida Man, he's, he's diligent with his met use. Is a, it's important. He's looking out for others as well. Just so if you think, I don't know about this met. Just know Florida man's looking out for you. Yeah, and he's, he's trying to make sure all of the team. Yeah, and so other Florida men, I'm assuming, won't do the same thing anymore. No, I think this Florida man again. has. 
he sorted it all out. Um, but Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. What a week of weird news. We went from hauntings to meth, and it's it's mad yeah. how often those two intersect. <laughs> uh, would you like me to take us out, Connor? <laughs> yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That is, of course, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description. And shoutouts, of course, go to Waffles apologizes for sending you false potato news. He's very sorry. May Gord have mercy on his soul. Uh, I think we talk about this on Movie Mondays. You're forgiven, Waffles. This once. Never again. Uh, no more gourd stories. <laughs> no more gourd stories, or so help me. Uh, thanks also to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Wright Time Evanson, Sean Groyer Moforud Bro, Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Hjelmrus, Lil Dicky, the lads turned their stories into motion pictures and made millions McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, Sammy DeLucia, and Michelle wishing Rona Brown a very happy 10th birthday. So, Thank you all for the continued support. Really, really appreciate it. Head on over there if you want to support the show. You can also support by going to uh, the Spreadshirt store. That's the link below. There is the Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help the show is to just tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawley. I've been Sean Meehan. We shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.